Hello and welcome to A Life in Music with Russell Scott. This podcast is dedicated to all you performers out there who want to be the very best you can be. Whether you're just starting out, a budding professional, just love performing, or have been professionally working in the industry for years, this podcast will help you be the very best. Thank you for joining us today, and don't forget you can check out the website, alifeinmusic.com. Now, without further ado, please welcome the man himself. With over 35 years professional performance experience, 100,000 record sales behind him, and a career spanning the worlds of classical music and musical theatre, on film, on television, on radio, and on stage, this is A Life in Music with Russell Scott. Hello and welcome to another episode of A Life in Music with me, Russell Scott. Well, on today's show, we're going to be talking about looking after your voice and the things that you can do to try and keep it in good order over this winter period. Now, it's the beginning of January and we've all probably eaten too much and drunk too much over Christmas. We've probably worked too hard if we've been doing panto and and other gigs and concerts and things. And uh, we're all, well, our voices are probably all a bit knackered at the moment. And we're all feeling fresh and ready to go for the new year and all that sort of stuff. But I think um, we need to really take stock and uh and you know there's you, you need to look after your voice all the time all year round of course you do and, and professionals in this industry know this all too well and you need to to look after yourself in a way that's going to give you the stamina and the and the, well, I can't even speak and the sustainability um to really be able to deliver at your at your best and be able to deliver it well and to be able to deliver it consistently um, to 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 give you the best chances, the best opportunities uh, at auditions and the best chances of giving your greatest performance. And that's what this podcast is all about. It's dedicated to performers out there who strive to be the very best they can be. And we've had um, a number of guests on this show uh, of recent months who have talked about preparing yourself for auditions and preparing yourselves for performance and being the best. And I wanted to give some advice on this show to to really help you look after your voice um, in a time where it's cold and we want all those nice hot drinks and all those nice hot food and the comfort foods and all that sort of stuff. And food and drinks are very, very important. Um, it's very important to the voice to to get the right ingredients down basically you don't want to dry out your voice you don't want to dry out your throat and and or uh, equally you don't want to be eating things that are going to cause huge amounts of reflux and acid which can also have a major impact um, in your singing and you'll notice this probably when you know you haven't sung for a few days and that you try and sing and it all becomes very croaky and it almost tickles when you try and sing and it's particularly difficult if you've been recovering from a cold and a cough or flu or some gastro problems or whatever that may be that that it's difficult to then recover straight after and find that you're on top form the minute you sing so let's talk let's just go back a little bit first and just talk about the the sort of my advice really on 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 keeping the voice in trim with the sort of foods and drinks that you should eat and shouldn't eat now hot drinks i've spoken about this before but hot drinks are generally very good for the voice uh, honey and lemon are very good I and mean, these are all obvious things that people have been telling you for years um too much caffeine can actually dry out the vocal cords or the vocal folds and um 
they that doesn't really help you in terms of keeping keeping everything really nice and loose and and feeling good when you're going to sing you need to drink lots and lots of water that's your biggest friend um drink lots of water and just keep the voice really well oiled and just keep it there that, that, that there's there's it's always always feeling moist and comfortable and not feeling strained if you're feeling that you're thirsty you are probably already dehydrated and you want to be drinking probably at least a couple of litres of water or of fluids a day. Um, and if you're drinking a lot of coffee and a lot of tea, then you'll need to increase that because the caffeine in these drinks uh, tends to dry out your voice quite a lot. And so you need to drink a lot of water um, to keep it all feeling good and uh, and feeling it all you know all very comfortable and not finding it difficult to uh, to hit those those notes that you're trying to hit. Um, I'd also say that um, you could, you can actually have too much water, and and it's no good having too much. It's no good for the body to to flush too much through. Um, anything over about four liters a day is considered uh, unrealistic and unreasonable to your body, and you need to look after yourself. You don't want to drown yourself in water. So drink plenty of water drinks, um, plenty plenty of squash and that sort of stuff. Now, start, drinks like juice are all very well, and they're all fine in. Um, moderation but the problem with juices is that it also contains not only a lot of sugar which is no good for the body but also a lot of acid which can cause uh, reflux and stomach problems and then burping and wind and all that sort of stuff which is not good for you at all so you know have some juice of course but just just keep it keep it to uh, a small amount each day if you're going to have juice uh, at all and stick to squashes and um, herbal teas and um, honey and lemon drinks and lots and lots and lots of water now a few things to avoid i would suggest uh, aside from too much caffeine um, anything really that's gloopy like um, like cheese for example uh, and lots of dairy uh, are going to cause a lot of build up in the voice in the throat um, and uh, it's going to make it much tougher to sing those great vocals so just keep again keep that at moderation that doesn't mean stop eating them it just means moderation and also tomatoes anything acidic um, so tomato based um, pasta sauces and pizza and all that sort of thing again moderately uh, just because it's acid again and acid will cause you grief a lot of buildup of acid causes reflux reflux uh, just makes you feel like you want to burp all the time um, gives you lots of uh, lots of problems with that and then you'll th start finding that that you're croaking a lot more and you're just struggling with real really to, to get really good vocal sounds and good tone in your voice now the other the other thing I would I would say is that there are there are other things that that are quite good I think for the voice and this is a personal thing and I I, I love ice cream I'm a I, I'm an ice cream holic if there is such a word and I find ice cream really good for the voice although it's very very cold and it's dairy I just find it very very soothing um, and if I've got a sore throat I mean you probably remember that you know times where when you were a kid when you were you know you had a sore throat you had tonsillitis or a throat throat infection or something. Um, you used to have an ice lolly or something and it just made you feel better and it still does to this day to me so I just you know I, whether that's a comfort thing or not I find it works for me you've got to find what works for you but you've really got to listen to your body um, and if you're croaking a lot there's something wrong um, if you're not getting the rich tones that you you were once getting there's something wrong 
And I've seen a, a number of people um, in over the last well, few years since I've been teaching um, that I have sent on uh, to uh, refer to to specialist consultants um, who who specialise in in the voice um, because sometimes there's there's more to worry about. Sometimes you you may sadly you may have something like nodules sometimes you may have pre-nodules sometimes you may on be on the verge of getting them if you're not too careful or it could be due to muscular strain vocal strain shouting a lot speaking very loudly there's all sorts of things and and specialist consultants are, are amazing at really pinning down exactly what the point is they've got specialist um, testing equipment and they can do uh, lots of things with cameras and things to, to really have a look at the vocal folds and see what's going on and sometimes it's nothing to worry about at all and in fact often it's nothing to worry about at all and often very very treatable in a very short space of time at other times you know it might be more serious to uh, to investigate further but in most cases it's just a case of rehabilitation and and making sure that everything is okay before you start pushing the voice again and I do turn people away sometimes from uh, who come to me. I do turn them away and say, look, you need to go and see someone, get it checked out first, get the sort of sign off that everything's okay, get peace of mind, and we know where we're then, we're then going from, and then we know when it's safe to, uh, to push the voice further, and I can hear that it's uh, a lot better. And they will give them some tips and they'll give them some exercises and help them with diet and help them with uh, with really looking after the voice and getting it back into trim before you start pushing and belting again. There's nothing worse than belting and pushing your voice and creating tension and strain in the voice and around the, um, the mouth area and the throat area and the neck area and the chest area and getting really, really stressed to push the sound out because it's not making the sound that you want it to and then finding that you're doing damage. And you can create some horrible habits in that way as well by straining the voice so much that you get in the habit that it's the only way you know how to produce a certain sound and you often see you know people's veins showing in their neck or their um, when they're getting very tense or they get very red around their neck area and these are things that that are all signs of stress and sometimes those stresses are a positive thing sometimes they're just a in in the moment when someone's uh, engrossed in 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 their performance or pushing for that really big note that long note but other times it happens all the time when someone's just singing normally and that's pretty bad news and that's when you need to start thinking right we need to, to look at this there's probably nothing wrong at all but we just need to look at it and try and find ways of relaxing everything so that you feel comfortable your voice is comfortable and then it's giving you the best it can and you want to get the best out of your voice and you want it to, to last forever you know if you're especially if you're working professionally in this industry you want your voice to last forever. That's your tool. That's your tool of the trade. Without that, you don't have your income. You don't have, uh, you don't have your career. And we have to look after our voices a great deal. Um, I also, I also think that regular coaching is is one of the best things you can do. And it's like I've said it before. It's like going to the gym if you're training. Um, you know, the, the more often you go, the better it's going to be. Or the, I, I should say not often as in terms of uh, frequency, but the more sustain, sustainable it is over a period of time, the more frequently you go in terms of numbers of, you know, every once a week rather than you don't want to go five times a week. But, you know, once or twice a week for a singing lesson or even once a fortnight is better than nothing at all. But you need to have regular coaching because coaches can hear the voices they can hear the voice and they'll know if something's going on or not they'll know how far to push you how not to push you which exercises to do in which order to do them to help you really warm up the voice and get it before getting it performing it um, and, and helping it perform to the, to the best it can 
And, and so I would really recommend um, seeing uh, a coach on a regular basis um, to really try and help you get the best out of your voice and to, to, to deliver the best tones that you can. After all, you know, you want to be the very best you can be. I would also suggest, um, you know, things to relax you also help. Um, you know, hot baths, a lovely hot shower, sit in a sauna in a steam room, go to the gym and, and you know, do some exercise, uh, do some yoga meditation all of these things help relax you and if you're relaxing yourself you're relaxing your throat you're relaxing your voice and when you go to use it again it'll all feel a lot better don't push the voice if you are feeling under the weather don't push the voice if you're feeling very croaky by all means sing you know there's nothing wrong with singing if you have a cold or if you're bunged up or you're feeling a little bit scratchy or it's a you know it's a little bit sore it's not going to do any harm but if you've got an infection if you've got a bacterial infection or you've got a bad virus or you're losing your voice you've got laryngitis or something like that absolutely don't sing get some vocal rest and once you're feeling better and the symptoms have gone, it's pretty safe to say that it's probably safe to sing. You know your body better than anyone. And if it feels okay to sing, it probably is okay to sing. But just do all of the things that are going to keep everything relaxed and everything in trim. You don't want to be outside in freezing cold weather for long periods of time, breathing in all that cold air. It's not going to be great for the voice. Um, you know, we, <laughs> there's always this thing. You go for a, you know audition. Sometimes you go for an open audition and you're queuing in the street for a few hours. It's never that great, sadly. Um, but you do get to then go inside and sit down in the warmth for a little while, get yourself a hot drink. If you're outside, get yourself a hot drink, wrap yourself up warm and just think about looking after the tool of your trade. You know, with, it's no good, you know, going to a um, nightclub the night before you're about to do an audition and stand out in the street in the freezing cold um, and not be drinking and not keeping the voice warm and, and everything warmed up. I mean, that's clearly not the right thing to do. But you'd be amazed at how many people actually make these mistakes. People make a lot of mistakes with looking after the voice. And that's why I also think that vocal coaches can help a great deal with advice um, and help with rehabilitation if you've been ill. And they can also help advise you on what's good uh, for the voice and what's not good and how you should look after it. A lot of people talk to me about should they be warming up their voice vocally every day, singing every day. Sometimes it's a good thing. Sometimes it's not a good thing. It all depends on the person and how far and how far should they go in terms of their range in pushing. How far should they, uh, how long should they warm up for? And it is different for everybody. But I would always say, if you want to sing, sing. If it doesn't hurt, do it. If it's comfortable, do it. If it doesn't tire you out, do it. So for most people, singing for, you know, 45 minutes to an hour a day, is going to be perfectly okay. For some people, they'll be able to sing for three or four hours a day. Obviously, if they're doing a performance, if they're doing a show, they're going to be singing for that long. But you don't want to be doing that every day of the week. You will absolutely kill yourself, and you don't want to do that. You want the longevity. You want to be able to know that you're going to be able to sing like you are, if not better, in the next 10 years. And whilst we can't guarantee those sort of things, you can do all the things you can do to try and look after the voice and look after yourself and 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 try and relax and not have too much strain and if you have got those things going on then talk to somebody that can help you don't just put up with them and develop the, the horrible habits that people develop and sometimes we're we're much less um resistant to change and uh, and that you know it doesn't it's no good trying to resist change in your body when you really need to do it um, and a lot of vocal coaches do struggle with that to try and get their students to, to change habits of a lifetime it sounds cliche but but it is it's you know you some people do have these long-term habits 
So that's about it for today. I just wanted to sort of give you uh, some helping hand, I suppose, some advice in looking after the voice uh, in these cold times. Um, and so that we can be the best we can be. Please don't forget to check out the website at www.alifeinmusic.com. Please help me by reviewing this podcast so I can get some more people and help more people, which is what I love to do. I very much care about voices. If you have any questions, if you have any comment, please do contact me via the website. And don't forget, be your very best. 